beloved listener, welcome back to episode three of Three Boys in a Pod. Feels a little serendipitous, you know, three boys, they're probably going to talk about some real important stuff. As of late, can't comment on the other Three Boys in a Pod podcast. They have not gotten back to us about our scheduled fight. Um, it's a little sad, a little disappointing, um, but we're going to hold out hope. Got some fun listener questions today, conspiracy theories. You know the rundown. This isn't this isn't our first rodeo anymore because it, it's our third. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good, Dave. Feeling good. Feeling strong, powerful, like a gazelle on the wide open Serengeti, an open field of conversation before us, where every stride powers us into unforeseen horizons and new topics. And that's the best content you're getting out of me today. I feel like that was a fire intro right there. That was pretty fire, I'm not going to lie. As my segue into nothing that we prepared to talk about, I I saw a TikTok the other day about someone who was in, like, a job interview. And the the interviewer asked him, like, what animal they thought they would be. And, Sean, you're saying a gazelle. You would not have been hired because this company only hired predators – and I think, personally, we are not a prey podcast. I think we're a predator podcast. We're like well, a cheetah out on the opening plains, okay? We don't get eaten. I know you can't ask about criminal records in job interviews, but I don't think they're looking for predators <laughs> in particular, I must say. I doubt that. Not, oh, wow, Sean. Now, if, I were, if you were to propose that question to me, I would do, like, a peregrine falcon or something. I was saying I was feeling like a gazelle right now in terms of like how I'm doing and how I'm feeling about this podcast. Like I'd be an epic peregrine falcon, you know, nothing eats those. All you do is like fly around, like eat stuff, you know, you're, what would, you're wicked fast. Okay. What would that be would be what fast. I would be. What would be a bad answer to that question? Like if you were the, the interviewer and you ask that, what response would turn you away? I feel like some weird niche animal. Like, if you said chinchilla, I feel like that would be, I feel like that'd be a no from me. Or like, I don't know, a tortoise, something slow. Like, I feel like you want a powerful animal if someone asks you that in your job interview. Yeah, that's true. Or if someone said, like, cat, I'd be like, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> the interview's done here. <laughs> Have you, I would say, have you heard of the the tardigrade? What? The is that a bird? They're known as as water bears or moss piglets. Okay, these are micro animals, and these are like the things that can like survive really forever, or like in space in all these extreme conditions. And like, yeah, have you heard of these? Am I? Am this I sounds like oh, a bad yeah. answer to this question. That's what yeah. you've just said. You know yeah. where I've I, seen these on. Um, AP bio meme pages. The tardigrade? <laughs> yeah. you, do you spend a lot of time on those meme pages? I used to when I was in AP bio. <laughs> I would say if you if you answer that question, yes, I want to be a tardigrade and like <laughs> go on to like mansplain about a tardigrade, I feel like that's not a good sign that you'd excel in a work environment. <laughs> and then you try to save it with like, did I be immortal? And the shows I can survive under all conditions and all stress levels in the work environment. And be like, eh, no, you lost it, man. <laughs> tardigrade sounds the like tardigrade an insult. In here. Like if I, Sean, you're, you're being a tardigrade right now. That doesn't sound very flattering at all. 
So we are an anti-tardigrade uh, podcast. Live for Figuring less out time, all the time, and under normal circumstances, be better tardigrades. <laughs> um, do we want to get our usual promotion in? Um, Capri Sun has not contacted us still. I can believe that. Just you wait. <laughs> we are over a hundred total listens on, uh, according to our analytics here, between the first two episodes. So it's just a matter of time now. Yeah, for someone on their rep team, hears this. Maybe the problem is we're going too long. Like maybe it should just be like Capri Sun. Drink it. Like maybe that's what they're looking for. Or like Chug spike it. ball. It's fun. Slurp it. Yeah. <laughs> just just well, catchy we, stuff exactly. like that. What are we advertising for? Are we advertising for Spike Ball or for Bop It? Because. <laughs> <laughs> bop It. Twist It. I'd do Bop It. That would be fun. <laughs> I like Bop It. I haven't seen an advertisement for Bop It since I like stopped watching like Cartoon Network and Disney Channel. I miss those ads, man. Bring them back. I love Lego ads. Can we like backtrack to the Bop It? Like, their creative team has kind of gone off rails because I recently saw a Grogu, uh, you know, colloquially known as Baby Yoda, Bop It. And one of it is to kind of like move his ear, like the twist it motion <laughs> is to like turn his head. But you're in the heat of the moment. I'm sure you're just like cracking Baby Yoda's <laughs> neck there. You're like, I gotta get the high score like i don't feel like yeah if a kid's growing up with that and then they got a little dog or something they're playing around with this isn't like teaching proper like animal care or anything no but seriously like remember when we used yeah the wabubble ball like um how What's do you say the... it no wabuba right no two different it's things wa- what, what about right. the what's the sand one? Remember there was the old kinetic sand, sand? kinetic moon sand? sand or moon sand. I moon think they sand. both of them. And it would always be like for nineteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling, like only eighteen years and up or stuff. Like I miss those. I don't think it was eighteen years plus. <laughs> no, to order it. Oh, like okay. you had to be eighteen years or older to order. Remember that? Like that's how they used yeah. to like end all the ads. Yeah. But like I think I got some of that sand at one point. And it just like stuck together slightly better than like the sand out in my sandbox and happened to make a mess indoors. It was really, I mean, somebody who like enjoyed that as a kid can fight me on this, but I don't feel like it was the greatest toy. It's like, here's yeah. some sticky dirt. Have fun, kids. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like not sticky enough to be able to like make super great creations, but it was just sticky enough where like you couldn't get it quite off your hands or your clothes, so it ended up everywhere. Or um, air hogs. I I had a couple air hogs, remote controlled things. Those those things never worked. Those were no, the worst. They never worked. Had like two feet of range. Yeah. Like, I feel like two of those with like the combined price of those, like today you could get just a full on like drone that actually like <laughs> actually felony charges for like stalking or invading yeah. private airspace, you know? The world has changed. Kids these days will never know the struggle of air hogs. And that's that's very sad. 
how frustrating that was. And they they always were like twelve batteries. It was like six in the thing, like six in the controller, and it just like burned through them like no one's business. Well, you guys live in the country. I was in like the small town suburb, so like within five seconds of flying my air hog, it like yeeted itself over my neighbor's fence and like onto his like kind of pool deck area and then i had to go like ask him like oh yeah my air hog is um (laughs) probably in your pool right now sorry i was doing a little too fancy maneuver in there got it stuck that's really funny actually bold of you to take it outside i never did that I was always worried about it getting blown into a tree or something because I knew I had no control over it. Like the Arahog was a sentient being; like it went where it wanted. <laughs> it had a good understanding of its limitations. <laughs> if I buy a toy like flying device, I expect to like be able to use it in a larger space than like my room. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Oh, anyone listening, please just look it up. Of that, like you know the like. Tinkerbell or whatever doll that you like it kind of yes. like a spinning chop and it also yeah. like flies and the girl gets it for Christmas and like charges it up a whole lot and like flies to the top of her like living room and then it flies directly into their open fireplace and just burns <laughs> it is the funniest video I highly recommend checking it out but like imagine being that being your Christmas memory as a child Tinkerbell just <laughs> killing herself. Ooh. Remember when there was also those commercials for like the the fake hamsters? My sister got one of those stuck in her hair. The zoo. Yeah, pets. they always got stuck in people's hair. <laughs> yeah, we were going. We were going somewhere on a Sunday, and I remember we were we were just driving down the road, and it like got all twisted up in there. Oh man, I, that was the <laughs> zoo zoo pets. That is, like, in the same vein as, like, Hexbugs. I don't know if you remember those. Oh, Hexbugs were cool. Don't get me oh, started yeah. on Hexbugs. I just found mine, like, like a couple months ago, I feel like, when I was cleaning my room, though. And, like, it's just basically, like, a little, like, it vibrates and doesn't yeah. do anything else. It like, <laughs> doesn't matter. It entertained me for hours. <laughs> oh, look at it go in another direction. How does it know? It's, like, it's just yeah. shaking. <laughs> I, I just like building the mazes, but then there were um. You, you could got a also... maze with it. Yeah, yeah. I just like stuck in? it on my coffee table. It was like oh, no wonder it wasn't no, very yeah. interesting. It's moving around. Um, there were also like the bigger ones you could get though that were like more robotic, like they actually like had moving legs and stuff. But I had so I got a few of those, and then my cousins came over one time, and they like snuck into my room. And I came in like an hour later, and all the legs were just like ripped off of those things. <laughs> the savages. Uh, they are savage, it's true. Did you guys ever used to take like RC things and like attach like Lego guys to them and try and like have battles with it? Because I used to do that. Like I took a couple of my like 501st clone trooper Lego guys and like hooked them up to a helicopter using some string and like flew them around. That was like my favorite childhood pastime. And like you could. You could, like, max it out at, like, maybe two guys before it would just pull it down. I love that. You know what my childhood favorite pastime was? Killing rats? No. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, hunting rats with my dog was pretty fun. But, no. Um, 
Even better, Aero Roulette. Oh my. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I didn't know this was thing. I didn't know this was like a legit thing. I thought I had invented it. But I had this like little recurve bow, like probably ten pounds max. And I would just shoot these arrows straight up into the sky to see how I could get it. <laughs> and then I would run away. <laughs> we really just exposed a lot about where we're from. Like that that really is all you need to know. It was really fun, honestly. And like it wasn't it wasn't high powered enough so they would get high enough where like I couldn't see them. So I was never in danger of really impaling myself unless I stood underneath it, but it was fun. Sean, did you ever do that? <laughs> no, no I did not. I just built my brother and I would build like our Lego forces and everything. And then we'd like line them up next to each other and like pick our armies. And then we'd like have a battle, but it, it couldn't get too aggressive because then we'd break it and not know how to like rebuild it. So it was like ships flying kind of close to each other, but never actually hitting and like knocking over like little Star Wars guys then when they were dead and trying not to like piss each other off so one of us would like leave and get too angry so that was how the wow. the battles went in the rogers household it's quite a political battle i, I mean, used to do army men a lot when when those tubs of like just green army men came out like from toy story those things were really fun mm-hmm. i never played with those i was like i honestly like hot take i liked building legos way more than i liked playing with them like, that was always That's the best true. part, was, like, building them. That was so fun. Especially because some of the sets were so fragile. Like, you couldn't really play with it because it would just fall apart. There's no, there's no bigger sadness than dropping that, a Lego set. That is the worst thing. That is why Bionicles were superior. Because those yes! things were indestructible. Yes! No. Okay. It's like action yes! figures. Sure. But Bionicles were, like, not not like the creative license that like legos gave you i'm not on the bionicles train yeah those were the best and they had like backstories they had movies yeah but with bionicles like you could i always remember i used to buy them and then i'd create like the super bionicle where Mm -hmm. i just see it like if i could give them like seven arms and four legs and like two heads i made some abominations man there were <laughs> there was some messed up stuff going on in dave's bionicle yeah. lab just in his room playing god like <laughs> what freak of nature can i come up with today those things were fun i looked like sid from toy story in my room just like tinkering around with things we've like wow. spent a, a good part of the episode now just talking about <laughs> toys it's been pretty good it's been good yeah is it time for Conspiracy Corner? Oh, I can try. Um, is the Conspiracy right. well running dry? What? Um, TikTok? It, not coming up with conspiracies? It's not running dry, but uh, recently I've been finding conspiracies, and then when I research them further, um, basically they're fruitless. So today, like, I found this one kid goes missing in a national park happened in like 1969 they like assembled nice. this massive yeah nice they assemble this massive force to like go find the kid they don't find him and then like two months later he comes out of the woods like unharmed i think it was he described his his like caretaker as the hairy man i think 
fuzzy man as the fuzzy man and he said the fuzzy man like kept him alive and like you know took care of him in the woods for a while before re-releasing him and then i looked it up and it was just off creepy pasta like so you really got to watch out for these tiktok things because these people are just like pulling stories out of thin air and telling you their fact but anyway uh Nothing is worse than, like, going all in on, like, a cool story like that, and then it's, like, a creepy pasta, and, like, attributes things to, like, sa- satanic forces or something at the end. It's like, come on, I wasted I my time. I thought the chupacabra was real. You had me going. Chupacabra. Like... <laughs> all right. Um, this conspiracy has to do with the shark. Scientists tagged this great white shark that was about nine feet long. So... They tag this shark. The shark has been tagged for a while. The tag collects um, depth and temperature readings and location to like see where the shark is at and what, what it's up to, how deep it's diving, stuff like that. So they find this tag like washed up on the beach. They bring it back to the laboratory. The laboratory like runs the tag test to like see what data it had accumulated. And everything was normal except for like the last bit of data, which was that the shark had suddenly plummeted to 1,900 feet below um, sea level, and then the temperature had simultaneously went up by 23 degrees. So, I think it was 23, you might have to fact check me on that, but it basically went up. So, they were like, hmm, something must have ate the shark and like dragged it down real fast. So then there were, there's all these conspiracies on what ate the shark, ranging from megalodons, giant squid, and sea dragons. So, opinions, you guys? We're back on the dragons. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I, yeah, I have, I have some thoughts after. And granted, I feel like the listeners should know it. This is the first time we're hearing about this. Ethan's the only one with any prior experience. I feel like it's a little confusing to me that the temperature went up. Like, when you shouldn't it have gotten, like, a lot colder getting dragged down like that? Do you know, Ethan, do you know why that, like, is that because it was, like, inside the belly of a creature or what? Yes, that's the idea, is that it would have gotten colder because of the depth. So the only reason it could have gone up was because it was in the digestive system of some creature. And if it's that big, like, you're saying this was, like, a nine-foot shark that's crazy and this is real like the scientists like actually like yes. looked at... that doesn't make sense what if it got involved in like a hydrothermic vent or something like what if it just kind of like took a little snooze okay kind of went down a little ways and then there's like those really hot vents on the bottom of the ocean i feel like that makes more sense than sea dragons like when you put a magma cube in minecraft underwater and then it becomes like a straight drop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're using Minecraft logic to Minecraft, figure this yeah. out now. Okay. Well, okay. Know, Sean, so, you Dave, your argument is that, like, a cat, like, caught in a sunbeam falling asleep, a shark, which has to keep swimming to survive, and I'm pretty sure never sleeps, like, <laughs> ran into a hot vent and was, like, just kind of dips headfirst down, like, <laughs> thousands of feet and like chills on the bottom of the ocean 
Okay, you said like the tag washed up or something. Like, yes. was the tag like detached? Like, uh, came free from the shark? Like, yes. Okay. Like, are we saying if something ate it, wouldn't it be covered in like, uh, poop? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, has some fecal I think matter, the idea or? is that it had to float back to shore. Um, so that would explain like how it was washed off because it would spend all that time in water. That was a confusing aspect to me because it almost made it sound like the tag wasn't digested, like it had been whipped off or like torn off somehow, but then it wouldn't, I would think it wouldn't have gone up in temperature. Yeah. You know, if well, it wasn't okay. inside the beast. If, if this was like a whale situation or like some large animal like that, could we have like, you know, kind of finding Nemo? Uh, like, you know, Marlin and, and Dory, they're in, like, the whale or whatever, and, like, the whale knows they're not supposed to be in there, so, and then it, like, shoots them out the blowhole, you know? Like, could this be a situation yep. of some kind of, like, yep. uh, like, <laughs> yeah, you throw up the bad part, mm-hmm. you know, whatever ate this, and that's the tag. It's like, I don't that... want that in my stool's stool. I don't want to push that out the other end, <laughs> however that works for yeah, sea that... creatures. That could be that it was in its mouth, and then that would explain the heat, and then it, like, fell out of its mouth as it was chewing or something. I don't know. Um, okay, I have a question. Or, like, uh, not a question necessarily, but kind of like a minor hypoth- hypothesis. Um, what if it just, like, fell off the shark, like, got ripped off by, like, I don't know, some more innocuous creature, and then, like, floated down to the bottom of the ocean? Like, is that possible? Floated or are these down? Tanks- Floated down. Sank down. So Whatever. That... Shut up, biology nerd. <laughs> Shut up. So Shut like, up. it floats. Like, would it suddenly sink and then, like, to get out from the bottom of the ocean, float back up again? Like, so, just, so does, the, does the tag float? That's what I guess. I should I, be asking. I believe the tag floats. I think that that okay. hypothesis was disproven because it sank so fast. It sank like in a matter of seconds. So they think that it couldn't have just like come off on its own, like okay. something like it was dragged. I like as much as I was anti-dragon on the last one. Okay, <laughs> I've watched quite a bit of river monsters in my day. I don't know if you watched that great show on the Animal Planet. I think it's still going. I that like old British guy is still reeling in big ones or something. I saw it the other day, but like. Yeah. I feel like if there's a space for anything that big to, like, exist, it would probably be the ocean because, like, we haven't seen large parts of it. And if it's, like, an animal that big and, like, ferocious, you know, we probably don't have a high, like, carrying capacity for them in general. Like, so there wouldn't be, like, a million of them, like, filling the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you yeah. probably have, like, only a couple of dragons per, like, territory or more like, more like sea serpents uh, per se. And, mm-hmm. like, it, it's in, like, the, uh, did you say, like, Japanese lore? Did you mention that? That there uh, are, like, sea that's dragons? A, that's, like, a separate story, but, yes, there's, in Japanese lore, sea dragons. In, like, and, a, it's, like, a, it's called Devil's Triangle off the coast of Japan. It's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle in the Pacific. Okay, Ooh. so, that that's, like, a thing. And then in, like... The Bible, too, in my biblical studies class last year, there was, like, tell of the Leviathan, which is, like, 
a mythical sea serpent uh, that is mentioned in the book of Job or Job, however you want to say it. So, like, I don't know. So, there's been some some rumors. It's been thrown around a little bit. I find this more plausible, okay, that Tyrannosaurus Rex is being, like, misidentified <laughs> as, like, dragons for forever. So, you know, I'm still strongly anti T-Rex dragon, but I, I, I could say I am uh, uh, plausible. I'll put myself kind of a lukewarm for the sea serpent argument here. Maybe that's not would, what happened here, but it's a possibility. Yeah, I would have to agree, like, cause just because 95% of our oceans haven't been, like, explored. Like, we've only explored 5%, and that's mostly coastal regions and not deep down. And, like, remember for a long time, people would, like, talk about giant squids as if they were fake. And then, like, in the early 2000s, I think it was early 2000s, they just, like, found dead massive giant squid and they were like oh these are real like (laughs) people weren't lying when they were talking about these things yeah i feel like i'm more liable to believe this like i believe there was a something massive that could drag a a shark down compared to like a bigfoot or yeti or something like those feel way more plausible um and like yeah i was going to bring up that squid thing earlier like that that happened in the early 2000s i think you're right where they just like, and then they like they've been able to track a couple of them down. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. Could this be? Yeah. Could a giant squid have done this? Like, I feel like I feel like that's plausible. So that is one of the running theories. I think most scientists have agreed that they think it would have been a sperm whale because sperm whales are like nice. big, big dive boys. <laughs> so and they they I think they're carnivorous because they they've been known to fight giant squid. Um, so. That is the running theory among scientists that a sperm whale grabbed him. It was a her grabbed her and dragged her down. Um, could we like get Dana White from like UFFC on the phone or something? How much would it take to get a televised shark versus sperm whale battle? Okay, how how much would I, you guys pay to see yeah, that? That'd be pretty a sick. lot. It would be pretty cool. Like they found um, sperm whale uh, carcasses with like the the big sucker like imprints from sperm tentacles and they've also found um the big squid with like bite marks in them from other animals that they think are sperm whale so cool i'd see you know i'd pay to watch conor mcgregor versus like a giant squid i feel like that would be fun (laughs) i would also pay to see that i don't know how conor mcgregor would fare he okay, finds a way. This massive reach on him. The king of Ireland <laughs> finds a way, man. First off, Conor McGregor, tenacious. Okay, who knows how bad the giant squid wants it. Second off, what if it was like a hybrid, like land water fight? Like you've got Conor McGregor kind of here, like up on up on land, and the squid's on in the, the ocean. Ground. So like, on the he's got a little bit of the high ground. I feel like that would balance it out a little bit. And like as the squid's like trying to attack him, you can like box the hands away. I feel like this is a 50-50 shot. I I think there's going to be some good Vegas on, on this. You know, McGregor, he's coming off a loss, too, to, like, Poirier yeah. or whatever his name is. You know, yeah. he can't go down two in a row here. He's really going to be invested here. He's not messing around. McGregor so squid one. I'm going to have to take McGregor <laughs> in this matchup. I mean... You can't you can't count out this this guy. It's not the size of the squid in the fight. It's the dog in the heart. That's what I've always said. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? 
Oh, you didn't like that mixed that metaphor bio. there. Oh gosh, I think I'm gonna have to take the squid on this one, just because it probably has like five more arms than McGregor. I don't know if McGregor's defense can handle that. Riddle me this: <laughs> If McGregor had a surgically attached third arm, what do you what are you saying then? His arm level his, it out. His odds would rise. I don't know how he would balance that thing, but. <laughs> Would he need, okay, like, hypothetically speaking, if he had a third arm, like, and, like, they were able to connect it using neurons or whatever to the brain, like, would your brain be bigger then because you've got, like, a third arm to take care of? Like, how would that work? Like, how independent from your other two arms could it really be? Or was it just kind of, like, limp flopping around back there? I don't think you'd need more parts of your brain. It would just, you have kind of neural pathways that get, like, kind of connected over time the more you like do something that's why there's like muscle memory and and stuff like that I don't think it's a matter of like recruiting more areas of your brain because there isn't like an arm portion or like a toe portion of your brain it would just be uh more uh kind of your brain figuring out how to direct the traffic if you catch my meaning there Hmm. just to close out conspiracy corner while researching for this bit I did come across another article by National Geographic, so respectable, that was newer, that said that they had tagged a shark that had dove, a great white shark, that had dove down to 4,000 feet, which is like the twi- or like the midnight zone of the ocean, and they were trying to figure out why it did that, and basically they said it was looking for food. So I that was interesting to me, because... One of the big parts of this debate was that, like, sharks don't naturally go that low. But I guess it came out recently, more recently, that really, sharks go where they want. (laughs) They don't care (laughs) about pressure. So, that's just interesting. That's interesting. What about the temperature increase, though? These don't add up here. And and the speed at which the descent, I I think the sperm whale is the culprit, but... Or a sea dragon. Interesting. Very interesting. Where do we go from here? Uh, well, we haven't talked about WandaVision yet. Oh, that's right. WandaVision, WandaVision. I would <laughs> say um, this This is probably the best episode so far. I, you, I so? you know what? I don't know if I agree with you. I liked, I liked the Jimmy Woo-centric episode last time i have very much enjoyed that and this was a little jimmy woo sparse for me gonna be honest with you i think the only way i'm gonna get my jimmy woo fill is if i get a spinoff but regardless i also liked this episode i'll have to agree with sean this one i didn't really have anything wrong with and i i felt like it was longer i felt like it addressed multiple plot points i thought it was good spoiler 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 this one i liked because like you at the end you got like vision kind of like starting to piece it together and that like i feel like is going to be a part of it moving forward because he was like he's kind of getting sick of just getting like gaslit by uh wanda here and like it's starting to transition like more from like the action like you, you can tell it's not a normal marvel movie like thing already but now it's kind of turning more horror like when vision touches that dude's head and he's like, it hurts so bad. I need to see, like, my dad or something. It's like, oh, shoot. Knock it off, Wanda. This is not not cool what you're doing here. Yeah. 
and I, I think this episode really started to build some tension between characters, but just with the plot in general. So now, like, moving forward, I don't know, it seems a lot more, like, thriller-esque to me, where I'm kind of, like, curious what's going to happen. And Wanda, like, turning all the guns at that one dude at the end, that was pretty, pretty badass, like, <gasps> not... Sean, you, you know, swore. We'll, we'll bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. So she's like doing whatever she wants at this point. I feel like her morals are kind of off, off the rails here. And yeah, yeah, I don't really know where it's going with that. But that was a cool moment. That's all I gotta say. Um, that was a cool moment. Okay, I have something I want to say about this though. Um, I want to get what you guys are thinking about. Like, is Vision really alive? Because I know at the end of Avengers Endgame, um, oh, no, it would have been in. Yeah, no, it would have been Infinity War. When they're trying to save Vision, uh, they, like, extract at least a little bit of his consciousness out. And you see, like, when Wanda steals Vision's body, like, it's clearly, like, people are kind of working on it. Like, it's in, it looks like it's in a state of things happening with it. Do you think they were, like, trying to put some of his consciousness in, they succeeded, and then Wanda kind of hyped it up? Because it looks like Vision is, like, sentient in this whole, like, Westview place. You know what I mean? Well, didn't they say they were just guarding his body so, like, he couldn't be used as a super weapon or something like that? Yeah, that that was, like, in his final will was, like, just, like, don't do anything with my body afterwards. But then they obviously were. So I think that is probably part of the reason that Wanda has this distrust and, like, anger towards the government. Because Yo, you think that's what uh, the sword, like, people are up to? Like, they're just... Like, they want to get Vision out of there so they can use his body for something else. Everybody's just after Vision's hot bod here, like... Could be, could be. But I think that he was dead. Um, And I think Wanda brought him back. And I don't know, there was that one scene, you know, where they were like... I can't remember exactly what it was, but his face was, like, gray, and you could see where the stone had been taken out, like he was mm-hmm. dead. So I think it's Wanda that's allowing him to be alive. Yeah, because you've got, like, her filling kind of all these, like, people with these different personas and stuff like that. I think she has the power to do that. And you think about it, like, Vision's body, essentially, before from, like, Avengers Age of Ultron was just, like, a shell made by Ultron so he could, like, live in there. So it's kind of just, like, whatever you want to put in there, you can put in there. So I feel like she's just kind of animating him herself a little bit. And she can, like, change it so like he looks like he's alive because like she's been able to warp reality and stuff like that i agree and was vision made of vibranium i couldn't remember yeah he's made of vibranium he is okay uh can we also talk about the ending of this episode bringing in the freaking like do we think it's the multiverse or what but like we got the best quicksilver back we got the good quicksilver it made me so happy i had chills that made me so happy it is true, but now I am beyond confused because Why? does that does that canonize all the previous things that Quicksilver was in? It has to. It has to canonize it. I mean, like this. I don't obviously know enough about the comics to really say a ton, but like, does this mean that like the X Men universe and like the Marvel universe can like cross over then, like in the exactly. in like Westview? Is it like a portal to like? other like like timelines or multiverses or what like it, it it i feel like it's cool not bad like it brings in a lot of new things i'm sure know. they wouldn't have 
included it if they didn't like think about it a whole lot and have a good explanation here. They're pretty good at like planning things out. But when he does show up, the uh, Darcy goes like, "What? She recast her brother?" So I don't want to like take away any of the hype here, but it could be just that her subconscious wanted to bring uh, Pietro or however you say his name back and like didn't have his body to work with. So they're just kind of having him in there because it's like a kind of uh, wink, wink. He was the one before, but he's actually just a random dude, you know? So that, there that's could 100%. Be that that's like the worst thing I feel like they could do. I feel like that would suck so bad. Like, why just find a different actor then? Like, why why tease us like that? I don't think yeah. that makes I do really like that Quicksilver character, so I am excited to see him. I just am not sure how they're going to connect it to anything like that that actor was in before, or if they're not going to, and they're just going to have him play like the Quicksilver of the current Marvel Universe. Um, so that was interesting to me, but also, there's like several times in this new episode, I feel like when Wanda doesn't really have control over her own world, which I thought was an interesting thing. Like, they get the dog then the dog dies um or like she basically says that like you can't bring things back like has the stance that like that's not necessarily a good thing and then her brother shows up like i don't think she consciously was like i'm bringing my brother back because she seems surprised when he came to the door yeah that could just be like her subconscious running the show in the background and there was like yeah. the blatant thing when her neighbor lady or whatever says like kids you just can't control them uh, after the kids like grow up and then you get vision later on saying why are there like no children here um, and they did that whole talent show and they kept on saying like it was for the children but there were no children in the town at all and when she tried to like put them asleep she like tried her magic and it, it didn't work putting them to sleep so like the children are kind of like uh, resistant to Wanda's powers it seems like that's interesting I didn't pick up on that I definitely figured that out all on my own and didn't see a TikTok uh, piecing that together. That is, yeah. <laughs> Very impressive, Sean, that you were able to do that. I have deductive skills. Really, okay. honestly. Okay, this is this is 100% Sean theory. I haven't seen it anywhere else. Could be 100% wrong. But I am, I'm kind of sus in Among Us terminology of her neighbor. Oh God. She's always like popping in and everything. Visions commented that she always comes in with the right item they need. She kind of like is aware of where the show is going and where it's supposed to be. And when you've got Vision like talking to the guy and like uh, asking about like how he's doing, you know, he takes him out of the kind of TV program and talks to him. He goes, the guy just says like, she's like, it hurts, make her stop. Like he says her a bunch, but he doesn't say like, Wanda or anything like that I'm like not I don't know who she could be or like what's going on but I feel like this could be a setup that she has some role in it too because I don't think they would make Wanda this like 100% unredeemable villain that's like torturing this whole town right now I could be 100% wrong but this is like kind of like my Hail Mary theory here that is an interesting wow. theory. I also like that it's called the Hail Mary theory. That makes it so much better. <laughs> but I can see that because it seems like those two are definitely in cahoots more than any other character. And she does always show up at the perfect times. And I like I was thinking that that was always 
Wanda, like, calling her over, but maybe it's her intervening, you know, so Wanda and Vision, like, don't have that conversation. And in this episode, it kind of, like, we've had past incidences when things have glitched out and stuff has gone wrong, but there's the thing where she comes in to, like, work with the kids, and she's like, do you want me to take that one again? Or something like that. That was like she was an actor there. There was like some self-awareness that we haven't quite seen before. And I think that was partially, maybe, an explanation would be her like gaslighting vision a little bit. Making it look like Wanda was in control even more. Because at the end it seemed like Wanda was adamantly like, I'm not in control of everything here. So that could be her like denying things mm. altogether or maybe just lying to his face but i think there's there's some other layers here i'll leave it yeah. at that any uh, idea who that character could be sean no this is not backed up by any uh facts or any comic <laughs> book material uh gotcha. this is the hail mary theory and the it hail is mary a theory. long shot uh by nature but it's what i'm sticking with for now i will say though something interesting about like uh, having the other Quicksilver show up is everything in this universe that we've seen so far has been like these are like real people in there like it's not just like projections of like her subconscious creating creating these individuals they were real people who Wanda's like taken over which makes the new Quicksilver thing le- I feel like it's less likely that it's just like a projection of her and like actually a quick like Quicksilver was brought into this universe which would mean if that's true that like Quicksilver that we like from X-Men is in this, which would like lead to a whole bunch of other things too. Like, would he remember like being in the X-Men universe? Like, would that lead to a crossover at some point? Like, who knows? But like, so far everything's been like real and tangible. So I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely a confusing plot point to me. Uh, I almost think that, you know, they're gonna write it off as like, that guy, that actor was another person in Westview, and that, like, that was the actor she picked to play her brother. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll I have hope to they wait don't see. do that, but I have a feeling they might. New episode coming out on Friday, right? Um, How many? There's eight episodes in the season, right? I'm ten. Guessing. Eight or ten, I'm not sure. I'm very excited for the other Marvel TV shows that are coming out, though. Like, Loki? Ugh. Nothing makes me more excited than that, like, the premise of that show. Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston together? Give me a break. Like, nothing better. <laughs> Owen Wilson's in that one? I gotta watch yeah. the trailer again, I guess. Yeah, I haven't seen a trailer for that. Yeah, Owen Wilson's like this... I So I obviously looked at some stuff after I watched it, and, like, he's, like, supposed to be the head of, like, the Time Variance Authority. So, like, it's just gonna be, like, hopefully a lot of Owen Wilson going, wow! And then, like, Loki doing his stuff. I'm very excited. What more could you ask for, really? Yeah. Truly and honestly. All right. Do we have any more topics before we close on out for today? Andrew um, Yang is leading in the polls in New York City mayoral race. Our officially supported candidate, right? That He's got our endorsement. We do like Andrew Yang here. I'm, I'm not really sure who he's running against, though. <laughs> Can Is de Blasio running again? Can he do that? that Bill I don't de Blasio. think he is current mayor of new york i feel like no, whoever's I is. mayor of new york will just like crapped on by all the citizens no matter what because new york being so big so people are always going to be unhappy i feel like new york politics is like 
French politics almost in that way. Like, it, they're just, no matter who's in charge in France, I feel like they're always on the brink of a revolution. I feel like that's very similar to New York. Do you have a strong grasp on current French politics? Yeah, <laughs> what? I know. French seem very politically active, which is a great thing. Uh, <laughs> any of our French listeners, uh, feel free to email and correct us. Uh, no, not correct us. Correct Dave on his yeah. assessment correct us. of your We're all a part of this. We're all in this together. I do not I endorse know. Dave's um, yeah. <laughs> assertions on the French political situation. I have no grasp of French politics. Did you guys watch <laughs> like, the Super Bowl? I actually he, did watch be... the Super Bowl halftime for my boy That's The Weeknd, who I really like. And, you know, I wasn't super blown away. I'm sorry, The Weeknd, but you could have been better. He'll never perform on our podcast now. That's really. I wish you hadn't said that. I want to blind lights live. If you want to redeem yourself in Ethan's eyes, you can come on the pod, uh, do a little, little singing for us, and then uh, we will take everything back that Ethan said about you in this pod. It's true. I thought the show was good. I liked the songs he picked, and I liked the choreography and like all the people in masks. I thought that was cool. His songs were good. I will give him that. I pretty much... The Weeknd is a great songwriter. I enjoy his music. But it was the... The choreography for me was a little... I don't know. I wasn't wowed. Maybe it was due to COVID, though. You never know. Maybe they didn't allow him to do some things he wanted. Well, didn't he spend like $7 million of his own money making it perfect or whatnot? I heard that, yeah. Why would he do that? He's a he's an artist, man. He's yeah. gotta fulfill his vision. So, what were your guys' views on the actual Super Bowl? Uh, bad refs. That I'm sure Sean will agree with me. Uh, I'm trying to like take away my bias as a Green Bay Packers fan. Like, it was still a terrible game. Was it the worst one I've ever seen? Maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it ever a good Super Bowl if the Packers aren't playing? Uh. No, Not really, no. But I will come out and say I really can't stand Tom Brady. So seeing him win again and get carried by a defense and then everybody just say, whoa, Tom Brady's the best. He won it for them. When Patrick Mahomes did not, like, have two seconds to throw the ball each time. Like, I don't know. I could rant about it a while. And I guess that's what you, the fans, come here for. Uh, the rants, but it's just kind of making me sad right now. It should have been the it, Packers. It was hard to watch because, like, as Packer fans, there's no way they wouldn't have beaten the Chiefs. The Chiefs did not play well at all. Like, their defense looked like a sieve. Um, and the refs, although the refs were bad, there were some very questionable calls. I know we say that about almost any game. But I would counter... I don't think this is as as bad as the Denver Broncos Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl from like seven years ago when it was like fifty five ten. That was pretty bad. So verdict on the Super Bowl: nobody likes Tom Brady. If you say he's the best of all time, then you have to say Bill Russell is the best basketball player of all time with eleven rings. He's not that great. He got he really isn't. This isn't sour grapes either. It if, is. If you though. if you if you want the Tom Brady pod, you can you can add us. Email three boys in a pod 
at Gmail. And I, I could talk about Tom Brady for a long time. Yeah. I don't, I just, it's upsetting to have to watch him win so much. And the, what's, what's the worst is that he like jumped ship. Like he saw the Patriots didn't have enough talent to support a Super Bowl run. So he leaves for Tampa Bay when they do. Like, it's and the people he's chasing are a like ring. Saying that's like, oh, so brave of him to like try to win outside of the Patriots organization. It's like, dude, the, he knew the Patriots were going to be dookie. I mean, just form a, a super team op- over in Tampa Bay. Yeah. But isn't that uh, no the point respect. of the game? To win? No. To win a Super Bowl win? No. Ugh, that doesn't that mean he earns my respect. I expected that from you, Ethan. Ugh. No. The point is to stay with the same team forever. And if you win, you win. And if you lose, you lose. Okay? This is my pitch to Aaron Rodgers to please stay on the Green Bay Packers. If Tom Brady really wants to prove himself as the GOAT, he should sign with the New York Jets, okay, this offseason <laughs> and see how big his impact really is. And he can't sign. Gronk can't follow him. Uh, Antonio Brown can't follow him either. Just let's see what he can do with the Jets right now. For the non-football-inclined fans, the Jets are terrible, okay? <laughs> so that's all. They're, they're one the of the Jets. most mismanaged teams in the NFL. They're very bad. Uh, that's about an hour. Do you guys have any final thoughts on this episode? Tom Brady's just got me so sad. I'm, I'm not. I'm not up okay. for a closer. Take, never take never mind. Ethan, do you have any final thoughts on this episode? <laughs> I think we made some some leaps and bounds in this episode, uh, as Sean said in the beginning. Um, we cruise like gazelles through this this day's content, and uh, I think we had some some great accomplishments. Sean basically admitted that. T-Rexes were in fact dragons. No, he also no, believes no. In sea I'm back and no. And, uh, so that is it. We did talk about toys today. for like a half hour, I'm pretty sure. So. <laughs> that was That's unplanned. True. That was completely <laughs> off the cuff. Man, we're good at this. Uh, that was a good conversation though. It brought me back a little bit. Uh, and Air Hogs, if you want to sponsor the pod, no. You ruined many childhood days. Please <laughs> go away. Proof. Improve your product first, and then we'll we'll talk. <laughs> if you want to send us, like, we'll test it out. We'll try again, but can't guarantee oh, we man. won't criticize it. All right. Well, it was fun. Nice talking with you guys. This has been Three Boys in a Pod. Catch you next Friday, hopefully. And Catch as some. always, respect your elders. That's what we say what? around here. What? When? What no, the that's, hell? No, that's our what? that's our as always. That's our thing today. That's our lesson. No, no, that's what no there was there was no moral to this pod. That, no, that's what it was. That's what it was. I don't, okay, okay. Bye. We're on TikTok and Instagram, and we have an email. Respect your elders, yeah. but not not Tom Brady. Not Tom Stop Brady. Stop talking about your elders. Where okay. did that come no, from? No, this is the this we need to be at the end of okay. the pod, everybody. That's no, it. No. <laughs> Uh, Good night. Oh my gosh.